When we first started talking about this, we talked about whenever you think about something, be it negative or positive, you're radiating thought energy in the alternative space. This is important to mention because it doesn't matter whether you're radiating negative or positive, you're going to have that energy going out into infinite directions. You're listening to Stop the Mind Screw Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen, certified fitness trainer and mindset coach since 2002, transforming lives in magic fashion, teaching Stop the Mind Screw Process. It is Tuesday, my friend, and today is Transurfing on Tuesday. So we are in the book on page 23. Whenever you think about something, be it negative or positive, you are radiating thought energy in the alternative space. Modified energy accumulates in a specific sector of the field, and this has the effect of introducing corresponding changes into your life. The circumstances of a person's life are not only created by their actions, but also by the nature of their thoughts. If a person has a hostile attitude towards the world, they will find the world responds to them with the same. If a person constantly expresses dissatisfaction, they will find more and more reasons to be dissatisfied. If a person's attitude to life is predominantly negative, the world will show them the worst side of its nature. Conversely, having a positive attitude is the most natural way to change your life for the better. People get what they choose. Like it or not, that is how life works. Whilst your thoughts are pretty much homogeneous, you will stay on the same lifeline. As soon as your relationship to reality changes in any way, the parameters of thought energy take on new characteristics and the material manifestation of the layer of your world shifts to another line. On this new line, events unfold according to a different script in accordance with the parameters of thought. If for some reason you dislike the new script, you will struggle to change the situation. People tend to react negatively and when they come up against obstacles expressing their dissatisfaction or falling into despair. As a result, the thought energy they radiate refocuses to a line on which the number of obstacles is even greater, making it seem as if their life is a slippery slope. It might seem as if this process cannot be controlled, but in fact, the individual is in control and it is their own thoughts that are directing the path of a material realization into problematic areas of the alternative space. People think that obstacles can be overcome by action, but in actual fact, they ultimately experience whatever their dominant thoughts are. So if you choose to battle against the obstacles on your path, you will experience an abundance of obstacles. If you are absorbed by thoughts about your own problems, you will find that there are always problems in your life. Even if you take action to change the situation on your current lifeline, on the material level, it will not change the original script in the alternative space. All you can effectively do 
is choose a different script. By trying to change the parts of the script you do not like, you inevitably get caught up thinking about what you do not like. Your thoughts are then successfully realized and you end up getting what you do not want. You cannot change anything about the current lifeline, just as in an art gallery, you cannot take away or reconstruct exhibitions that are not to your taste or as you are not the owner. However, no one is to stop you from turning around and walking into the next room to look at something you can appreciate more. Of course, the shift to a lifeline in which everyone gets what they want on demand does not happen simply by wishing for it. Not all thoughts can be realized and not all desires are fulfilled. The reason for this is not the content of the person's thoughts so much as their quality. A dream or wish does not qualify as a choice. Dreams do not come true. To create the reality you want to have, to observe certain conditions which you will read about later in this book. The alternative space contains an infinite number of possible lifelines for every individual. No one should feel hard done by if they do not like their fate because everyone has the right to choose. The problem is that we do not know how to choose. The world has such diversity of form, one would think it was created to satisfy any need. Everyone can find whatever their hearts desire. Even in the academic world, life manifests the side of it we wish to see. For example, idealism holds the world is an illusion, and life agrees. Materialism says the opposite, and again, the world has nothing against that. People argue with each other, trying to force others to accept their relationship to the world, and yet the world shows that they are all right. Is that not wonderful? The alternative space is the so-called illusion and material realization is what is meant to be by physical reality. We all get what we choose. Okay, having read that, especially at the very end, which I'm going to mention right now, that makes me go back to the official Vadim Zeeland um, Instagram profile, which I really don't think is actually Vadim because it's instilling fear. It's instilling negativity all about the jab. And I don't know. I just don't get it. But guess what? If that's the way that person thinks he is right. And what I like about this is this is exactly what the Kabbalion teaches. And the Kabbalion is a book. I'll have a link to it in, in the description below. But it teaches that all truths are half-truths. No one truth is exactly the truth. It says here, materialism says the opposite of what idealism says. And it's all a so-called illusion. We always get what we choose. So therefore, if you choose to be fear, then you're choosing to live in fear. If you're choosing to live in faith, you're choosing to live in faith. That is my choice. And hopefully that's the choice that I teach. I remember a time 
in the International Transurfing Institute, where Renee talked about this going into the art museum. And Renee it was the leader of that group at one point in time. And if you've read my blog post, you've seen the drama that transpired, and I'm not even going to waste my breath discussing it. But what I am going to talk about is how she talked about this art gallery. Because somebody in the group had said, hey, you know, the quality of this group has gone downhill. And I happen to agree with that person because it was bullying in that group and it was mean. And it also portrayed a lot of importance on Renee. And that importance came back to bite her in the butt because when we create all that importance, you will fall. And what happened was you get what you do not want, but you could easily choose a different script, which is what I believe she eventually did because she is an ultimate transurfer. She knows this book. And so she chose a different script and went to another lifeline. Uh, she's not even in my world anymore because I don't even look at her posts and same thing happens. People don't even talk about her anymore that I see in my world. However, I'm sure she's growing and doing quite fine because she chose a different script and she got out of all of that battle with the obstacles. When we first started talking about this, we talked about whenever you think about something, be it negative or positive, you're radiating thought energy in the alternative space. This is important to mention because it doesn't matter whether you're radiating negative or positive, you're going to have that energy going out into infinite directions. For example, we all know somebody who comes into a room and exudes confidence, exudes positivity, exudes charisma. I love the book, The Charisma Myth, where they talk about power, presence, and warmth. And when you're exuding pes <laughs> when you're exuding positive thoughts, you're radiating power, positive, and warmth. And it's sending it into the alternative space. When you exude negative on the same flip of the coin, you've got somebody who comes into the house and goes, Hi, how are you? And they have no energy in their voice. They're all down. The whole world is against them. They are radiating negative energy. And it's sending it into the alternative space. The circumstances of a person's life are not only created by their actions, but also by the nature of their thoughts. If a person has a hostile attitude towards the world, they will find that the world responds to them with the same. That's why they get sucked down into that tornado of depression, of sadness. 
And you can call it toxic positivity all you want, but positivity is not toxic. If you want to look at it that way, that's what you're going to get. People get what they choose. It says it right here on page 23. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen this in action. Take my toxic positivity girl. She is so caught up in getting her point across that, okay, we cannot exercise right now because of the pandemic. And she's a personal trainer. And I follow her mostly just to see what that toxic positivity is doing for her. Because I tried to reach out to her at one point in time many years ago where I tried to reach out to her and she didn't want to hear it. She called my message toxic positivity. And I was my mind was just blown. Pew, blown. But the more I study this, the more I learn about this, I'm like, you're right. You are exactly right. Just like this goes along. She's right. And so is the other side. Because if you want to think it's negative, then guess what? You're going to go on to that adverse lifeline. If you want to think it's positive, you're going to go on to the positive lifeline. You get what you choose. If you choose to see positivity as toxic, then that is what you're going to get. Now, I'm not saying force positivity on somebody who's going through the stages of grief. And if you follow any of my content, you know that I do not believe in forced positivity. This is not forced positivity. This is getting what you choose and disciplining yourself to look at it in the way that will switch you to the lifeline that you want to be in. You don't have to sit there and walk into a house and go, hi, how are you? I'm fine. I just feel like crap. The first thing you say, don't do that because you're just putting yourself into that negative lifeline. Whereas if you study charisma, if you study the charisma myth where there's power, presence, and warmth, you will switch and see that when you walk into a room with confidence and power, you have presence because you're in the present moment. You're not stuck back in some situation where you just got mad at somebody in traffic or you're not bringing in the news into a, a wonderful situation. No, you've got presence because you're in the present moment and looking at what's bringing you joy. And then you have warmth. Your voice exudes that. You walk into the room with confidence. Because if a person constantly expresses dissatisfaction, they will find more and more reasons to be dissatisfied. That's why in reality, transurfing, one of the main principles I teach in Stop the Mind Screw is advantage. My world is always taking care of me. Because guess what? When you think like that and when you look at the world like that, you are choosing a different script that is going to transform your life in magic fashion. All right, that's Transurfing on Tuesday today. I hope you liked this message. If you did and you know somebody who can benefit from it, please share it with them. And until next time, I'll see you next time. Peace out and namaste.